1: And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, a hailstorm hits northeast of Regina and a harvest update in the southwest. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. 6.20 CKRM farm weather forecast for today, clearing this afternoon. Wind northwest 20, gusting to 40, the high 21, the low 9 degrees. Tomorrow, mainly sunny. Wind southeast 20, the high 22. Chance of evening showers, though, Thursday with a low of 14. Friday, cloudy, the high 20, the low 6. Saturday, sunny skies, the high 19, the low 6. Sunday, sunny, the high 21, the low 8. Monday, sunny, the high 19, the low 7. Tuesday, sunny, the high near 18. So some good harvest weather after chance of showers Thursday night. The normal high is 17 for this date. The normal low is 3 degrees. The sun rose at 6.38 this morning. It sets at 7.07 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot... Right now is Cornac in the southern part of the Grain Belt at 21. The cold spot up north, Collins Bay, at 9 degrees. Estevan is 18. Saskatoon, 19. Swift Current, 17. Weyburn, 19. Yorkton, 17 degrees. In Regina with sunny skies, it's 19. That's 66 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the northwest at 22. Humidity, 71%. The barometer rising, 101.0. Sunny and Moose Jaw, 20. Winds are from the northwest at 24 gusting to 33. Once again, Regina sunny and 19, that's 66 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agra News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best. Online at McDougallauction.com and brought to you by Edge Microactive, the new weapon against weed resistance. Visit GowanCanada.com for more information. A hail and rainstorm hit farms in the Ituna area last night, about 135 kilometers northeast of Regina. Ituna area farmer Adrian Ivy says the hailstones were about the size of a toonie.
2: We had a pretty vicious hailstorm roll through and wiped out our grain crop and quite a few others as well. You can't control Mother Nature. Uh, you can just be prepared with a backup plan but it's uh, definitely not what anybody wants to see.
1: Ivy says the hail was accompanied by 100 millimetres of rain.
2: It seemed like a fairly narrow swath of, of the hail. Uh, lots of rain, though. We had a good four inches here, and that was fairly widespread, I think,
1: which was is doing its own damage. Ivy says the hailstones were almost golf ball in size.
2: They were a good toony size. Not quite golf ball, but... But getting up there, they were, and, um, they were very unusual looking. They were very rough and they looked like little weapons.
1: Ivy also has cattle. She says they were out this morning checking on them to ensure no injuries or fence breakthrough. Adrian Ivy farms near Ituna. Ivy also has a popular blog, View from the Ranch Porch. Overnight scattered showers will put a damper on harvest operations in some parts of Saskatchewan. Combining is about one-third complete in the southwest. The regional crop specialist in Swift Current, Shannon Chant, says the combines were rolling again on the weekend after being delayed by last week's rain.
3: People were shut down for not quite a week, unfortunately, just it rained kind of Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday last week. And But there are some warm conditions on Sunday. i got up to about 30, and then again kind of around 30, so hopefully that's helping dry things up. I think people probably got going again Sunday or Monday, so that's good.
4: How do crops look?
3: I'm guessing um, a lot of the pulses I think came off and some of the barley, uh, some of the cereals came off before the rain, so that's helping. Um, I have heard of some quality loss, uh, unfortunately, due to the wet weather we're having during harvest, and also I've seen a lot of swathers going for canola just because there is such variable stages in a lot of crops, So, and also in some cereals.
1: Is frost still a threat in the southwest to cause some crop damage?
3: Possibly. Um, I think we are a bit ahead of some of the other areas in the province, but we were um, a bit behind. So it is something that's a possibility. If we could have another few weeks, hopefully, of uh, frost-free nights, that would be helpful.
1: Describe the growing season in the southwest for me this year.
3: Variable, I think, would be a good. Uh, we were very dry up until probably about mid-June, and then we had a bit of wet, and then it got fairly hot and dry and then wet again during harvest. So uh, just kind of a bit all over the place. There was some weeds that didn't come up, the broadleaf weeds anyway, until we got some rains in June. So I think there was maybe some challenges with weed control as well as multiple stages in some of the crops, especially canola.
1: Yield-wise, are you expecting average, below, or above average?
3: And for yield, I'm not too sure. If I had to, to kind of guess, I would say a bit below to average.
1: And how long till you think harvest might wrap up?
3: Hopefully, in the next two or three weeks, it uh, should get. If we have, if
1: the weather cooperates, of course. Shannon Chant is the regional crop specialist in Swift Current in Southwest Saskatchewan. This portion of Saskatchewan agriculture today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered, tough equipment on the market. And by YAC Auctions, the first name you should think of in the auction business. Call seven eight two fifty nine ninety nine. There have been reports of downgrading in peas and lentils following an extended period of rain. Sherilyn Phelps is the agronomy manager with the Saskatchewan Pulse Growers Association.
2: We've seen a number of photos kind of floating through either social media or directly and those areas that were most affected with being dry and harvesting going well and then having periods of wet weather here just lately and are now getting back at it. We're starting to see that affect the quality. There's some staining, there's some bleaching, there's also some sprouting happening and in the lentils and the chickpeas particularly that I'm hearing about anyway.
1: Thirteen communities in Saskatchewan set temperature records on Monday including Elbow, Hudson Bay, Melfort, Nipawin and Prince Albert. With those higher temperatures comes the need to monitor crop storage.
2: Well, it's nice to be able to have those type of temperatures at this time of the year, but the one thing to remember is that when you're putting grain into a bin that is fairly warm, it was up to, I believe, 27, 28 degrees in some areas yesterday, that grain is going into the bin that warm, and it can result in shorter long-term storage time. So just make sure that you're cooling the grain after you put it into the bin.
1: Phelps toured a number of faba bean fields late last week in the northern part of the grain belt. Fortunately, there's not been a hard frost yet.
2: We typically like to see them turning the end of August, early part of September, and now we're, you know, kind of at mid-September mark where we're starting to see them turn. So they're just, you know, following every every other crop in terms of that week to two weeks kind of behind. But over the weekend, we actually have heard a lot of reports of the faba beans now starting to turn the corner and starting to ripen quickly. So it's a longer season crop and like everything else, it's a late year this year. And, and of course the faba beans people were starting to get impatient with, but it was just a matter of being a little more patient and letting them come in on their own. And now I am hearing reports of a lot of guys out there desiccating.
1: Moving to the southern grain belt, Phelps talks about the challenges faced in some chickpea crops.
2: So we did a lot of samples and the foliar analysis is being done and fruit root analysis. There hasn't been anything unusual found, but I think, and we feel in terms of talking with a number of experts and agronomists and so forth, that it was a combination of so many stresses on those plants that caused them to sort of express some really abnormal symptoms where they're, leaflets were dying off and it looked like the plants were shutting down. And in some fields, the whole plants did shut down. In a lot of cases, those plants did recover. And unfortunately, some are still out in the field because they were green later on in the season. So that was kind of unwanted. Um, we are looking at the roots because there was some root rot in some of those fields. And that's something that we haven't done before. So it'll be interesting to see what the results come from those studies as well.
1: And as for soybeans?
2: They're a later maturing crop. They need to get to that R7 stage where the seeds are turning color and are firm before the frost hits in order to try and get top yield and top grades. Because as soon as you get a frost earlier on, you start losing yield and you start losing quality. So I do believe some of the earlier maturing ones are starting to turn, um, and it's just a matter of time again. And, and luckily right now Mother Nature is cooperating, but we need another week or two of some decent weather.
1: Sherilyn Phelps is the agronomy manager with Saskatchewan Pulse Growers. Widespread rainfall this past week limited harvest progress in Manitoba. Manitoba agriculture crop specialist Dane Fraze says harvest continues to lag behind the three-year average for this time of year. He says 46% of the crop is in the bin in Manitoba, down from the average of 69% for this state. He says farmers have been combining some crops in tough and damp condition. He says yields are relatively good.
3: We're looking at wheat yields that range generally between 40 to 75 bushels an acre. Uh, depending on, on where the rain pockets fell, and canola between 35 and about 55 bushels an acre.
1: Fraze says recent rain has improved pastures across Manitoba. The Saskatchewan Wheat Development Commission has received nominations from seven Saskatchewan wheat producers for three available positions on the board of directors. The candidates include Scott, Scott Hepworth of Assiniboia, Leslie Kelly of Watrous, Garth Massey of Bigger, Brady Sproat of Kipling, Glenn Tate of Miota, Jocelyn Valestuck of Broadview, and Stuart Wells of Swift Current. The election will open Friday, October 18th, and close on Friday, November 29th. Ballots will be sent to all registered wheat producers in October. Farmers will have the option to vote electronically or by a mail-in paper ballot. The results will be announced in early December, and the three successful candidates will be installed at the Sask wheat General Meeting on January 13th. Market update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hollis Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call one 800 284 9999 And brought to you by Hickseed in Moss Bank. If you have the need for feed, call Hickseed. Grain prices were mixed in early trading today. Viterra's prices for feed barley fell $3 at one forty-three forty-seven. dollars 47 Canola gained $1.91 at $412.76. Oats declined three dollars twenty cents at one hundred seventy eight forty five. Yellow peas dropped two dollars at two hundred eleven dollars forty seven cents. Number one red spring wheat increased twelve cents at one hundred ninety eight sixteen. The rest were unchanged. Durham two hundred forty eight sixty nine. Flax four hundred eighty five ninety three. Feed wheat one hundred ninety eight sixteen. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, December wheat is up three and a quarter cents at five dollars nine and three quarter cents a bushel. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia, 642-4180 or Weyburn, 842-4574.
4: Hello Cattleman Junior for Heartland Livestock Services here in Yorkton. With your weekly market report for September 18th, market seems to be steady to a little higher than last week. 1,125 head in the pre-sort and 250 cows and bulls in the regular sale. Here are a few highlights from our pre-sort sale. 713 pound buckskin steers at two hundred ten and a quarter. Five sixty five pound buckskin steers at two hundred thirty three twenty-five. Six hundred and forty pound buckskin steers at two hundred nineteen and a quarter. Fifty seven red X steers, five hundred and sixty-three pounds at two hundred and fourteen dollars. Forty-nine red X steers, six hundred and thirty-five pounds at two hundred nine. Fourteen red X steers at seven hundred and two pounds at two hundred five. Heifers are all about twenty to twenty-five cents back. Cows were steady to last week, averaging just shy of 80 cents a pound. One high-yielding cow topped out at 88.75. Bulls were steady to last week, averaging a dollar one seventy five with a good hard, exotic bull bringing a buck 16.75. Also, remember our horse sale on Friday, September 20th. We are expecting 200 plus horses for the sale. Receiving Thursday from 12 to 8, and Friday till sale time. Sale starts at 2. Also on Friday is the Barlin Colt Production Sale, starting at 5 p.m. This is a reputation set of colts with some of the best pedigrees and colts you'll find in the country. Also on offer will be some excellent broke working horses for all your needs. Don't miss out on this opportunity. Remember, producers, please call ahead and book your cattle and trucks for all the pre-sources they're filling up. Once again, this has been Junior for Heartland Livestock Yorkton. Have a
1: safe harvest and a great day. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices.
0: Ham sold 7,200 hogs Tuesday, selling in a range of 111 to 144 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 5,700 head, selling in a range of 110 to 143 per CKG. Hams cash hog price today is down, and forward contract prices are trading higher this morning. On Tuesday, the Canadian dollar is down 5 basis points with a daily exchange of 1.3257. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at $0.75.5 cents U.S. U.S. cash markets continued lower, albeit a bit more modestly than seen in recent days, with the Iowa and so in Minnesota and Western Corn Belt reporting regions both down by $0.37 cents U.S. 100 weight and the national region down by $0.59 cents U.S. 100 weight. The moves put the Western Corn Belt region at its second lowest value for the marketing year and the lowest value for the same post-2014 marketing week. Packers are unlikely to push bids higher amid abundant supplies and the weakest cutto value on the recent record. Lean hog futures, meanwhile, continue to demonstrate volatility, with the December contract pushing to limit low at the close following a strong close in the previous session. While the consensus is that the push lower approaching August was a bit overdone, the market has struggled to make gains, especially as uncertainty around the USA-China trade talks remain.
1: Then the outlook today, clearing this afternoon, wind northwest 20, gusting to 40, the high 21, the low 9. Tomorrow mainly sunny, wind southeast 20, the high 22, chance of evening showers tomorrow night, the low 14. In Regina, sunny at 19, that's 66 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.